So hello and welcome back to the Let's Gab podcast. Um, so I haven't uh, posted anything in quite a while. It's been like a few weeks. Um, I think last time I posted was like a few months ago. So school happened. It's grade 12. Um, so I know I said I'd post every week, which is a personal goal of mine, but I guess that didn't happen because, you know, applications and stuff. But here I am. Um, I have a few topics ready for the next few weeks, so I'm hoping to actually stick to my one post a week schedule. I'm not sure if that's going to happen. Anywho, so today, um, it's episode, I think, number three. Today, I just wanted to go more in the healing and, like, self-improvement, spirituality, and, like, enlightenment, um topic or subject and that's a pretty long thing i don't know what i'm gonna call describe this or name this podcast uh what is it called title today but um i'll figure it out um that said this podcast or post may not be for everyone just because i know everyone not everyone believes in like a higher being or like spirituality or or is religious so if you aren't and you feel like you're gonna get triggered or just feel uncomfortable then please click out um but if you're open to like what i have to say um i'm not gonna go all voodoo and like really weird um it's literally just me and my i guess epiphanies the last couple years um and i guess how spirituality relates to that um but i get if no one if some people may feel uncomfortable so if you do please feel free to click out and um yeah i guess i'll start Okay, so there's going to be, like, a cut there. I hope the transition is not going to be awkward or weird. I just wanted to, I had to pause the first segment just because I wasn't sure if the audio was weird or if I was, like, moving too much, which I was, so I dealt with that. Um, But, yeah, I have a lot to say on this topic of self-improvement and spirituality, and I know some people might think this is cheesy or corny, and that's fine. I'm going to try to not speak so corny or cheesy because I know for some people and even for me sometimes it's corny and cheesy and that's fine but it's something that is important for me at least and I just, this is going to be long um, without a doubt. Okay, so I guess I'll just start now. So today, if I haven't said so already, the episode's going to be on like how the journey of healing yourself and your wounds It's not pretty, but it's a really essential experience. So I guess I'm just, if for those of you who don't know, I may have, I think I've mentioned the word enlightenment already, but enlightenment is more so I'd say a spirituality term. So I guess in this case, this episode, okay, once again, isn't for everyone, um, but knowing that it's still a pretty important topic, um, just because it's enlightened me, enlightened, not enlightened me, um, influenced me so much as a person, um, and I really want to share this because this podcast is not necessarily my therapist, but it's, um, just a way for me to, like, I guess, talk and reflect on my experiences, and then, I guess, share some advice, or just, not even advice, but just share them with other people because I think that's a really fulfilling, something's scrambling, a really fulfilling, I guess, activity or thing for me to do, um, and yeah, like, I I enjoy, like, thinking 
or talking out my my thoughts and my th- my thinkings my thinkings that doesn't make sense um and yeah okay so some people say that enlightenment is about shedding your ego and your negative experiences for example like your anxiety your fear your depression your sadness and it's a process of beginning to wake up from that for example quote unquote the scary dream um, i'm sure a lot of us have experienced that already um and if you haven't i'm not gonna condemn you but it most likely will happen to you in some way or another in some form or another um just depends on the timing and the i guess ending of enlightenment is coming to a place where you're at peace with yourself and you're at this i guess satisfied stage in life and i guess it's never gonna always be constant like i guess life is so turbulent like there's gonna be highs and lows and definitely i'm gonna be talking about that um but i guess after reaching the high or just this not even high this like constant state where i'm not fully happy or but i'm the perk or the the pro is i'm not like constantly hitting lows you know you're just at this constant state you're satisfied and then you're gonna have lows but it's mostly just accepting that and accepting where you are and just being satisfied and not like wanting too much or and also not being negative so i guess i'll just start with my healing process so for me this started with or my i guess enlightenment was more so just mixed with healing so i guess it began with feelings of not feeling i guess quote unquote right or like myself or that life just didn't feel the same and that you're kind of out of place you feel this discomfort for me i'd say um this is comfort and i guess a lot of people would say this as well it helped me and forced me to grow out of my old habits and just grow and evolve um and then personal growth evolving and shedding your old self and walking into a new phase in your life and i feel like okay someone's outside okay i really have to work on editing my cousins are outside anywho um but once again like i just want this to be really raw and real and yeah i just i hope that's how i'm coming across as anywho i'm gonna continue because i got really interrupted um so yeah personal growth um walking into a new phase of your life shedding your old self so the other day i heard a brief excerpt or segment of someone talking about intuition and um the importance of listening to your gut It reminded me that enlightenment and spirituality is one of the topics I really wanted to talk about here. For me, I'm not sure if I... I know because she was talking about intuition and I really wanted to... I guess intuition has something to do with like today's topic, but I really want to have another one. I guess just an intuition, but I guess I'll go into it a little bit. So I guess for me, part of that self-enlightenment, self discovery process was like your intuition and it's so weird i'm not sure if some of you believe it but what i guess it's not really that spiritual but it's just that gut feeling i guess for some of you that don't really want technical terms i guess it's just that gut feeling so um for me i guess i'd say i've I've always been an intuitive person since i was young like i guess emotionally mature just based on my uh, i guess due to my environment and like certain experiences so I've always been emotionally mature um I also really had like I guess pretty accurate intuition like I I can I guess in a I don't know how to say it like in 
there's a few small short words it's like I could just sense the energy in the room like I could I could read people well even when I was like literally seven years old in grade two I could read people well and I guess um that that's just always been part of my personality and I guess that saved me from like really saved me from a lot of toxic relationships or like just getting um getting into situations that might have taken advantage of my naivety that's even a word not to say that I haven't been in toxic situations but um it definitely helped me to I don't know just follow my gut my senses so I can like talk a lot about that but um yeah so just intuition and I'm not sure those of you who are into astrology like I've been into astrology I guess like since I don't know two years ago um especially last year because spirituality astrology I'm not sure how accurate it is but for me like it's scary how accurate it is um being a Scorpio they're really intuitive or we're really intuitive so just you know feeling that energy um for those of you who don't believe in it it's literally just feeling energy in a room um which I really do think is accurate honestly I think it's a real thing but anywho um so yeah just I was kind of on a whatever so they say a spiritual awakening always starts with a really negative or traumatizing experience i think i mentioned that earlier um and it's usually emotionally or mentally but it's really a time to once again grow and evolve into your highest higher self that is so trippy to me like literally now i'm just i'm not even sure if i believe in uh, the sense of higher self i feel like maybe that's just like your future self who's grown and evolved but for me, like, I've been having really weird experiences of just feeling really detached from my old self. Like, my old, my, not old, but, like, my younger self. And I feel like I'm almost just looking down at that. Literally, just, like, experiences. Like, people, like, remind me of something, like, literally two years ago or, like, seven years ago. And I'm, like, usually I have great, great memory. But, like, I remember it, but I don't remember it like I was living it. I just remember it as, like... A detached memory if that makes sense it's really weird and honestly i'm starting to think if this really is true like evolving into your higher self um and higher i guess the sense of like your higher self it's i don't think it's just you it's definitely has a part of you maturing and you in the future but i think also it's your your best self like your more experienced self your more spiritual self and it's really weird because I feel like I'm looking down at my younger self and I'm just like, you know. And I think it's also a state of, like, being calm, being satisfied with who you are and stuff. Um, it's really a complex but, like, really fulfilling feeling and I just don't know how to explain it. You really have to go through it. Um, and I didn't mention this yet, but, like, everyone has their time. I'm really sounding weird right now. Um, for those of you who may think me think that. But, I mean... This is something that's important to me, I guess, and I'm not gonna, like, hide that because this is a place where, like, I really want to be real, so. Anywho, I'm, like, literally going on a tangent because <sighs> I haven't done this in so long, but, yeah, and anyways, I was saying everyone has their own time. Everyone, not everyone is gonna have the same journey, not everyone's gonna have the same timeline, like, sometimes people will have this in their 30s. I think it's usually, it happens usually in your 20s, like, realizing things, having epiphanies. For me, I guess, since I was, I grew up more mature on the emotional side, I guess it happened earlier. And it also has to do with your experiences and, like, just how, I guess, 
how you receive things, how you respond to situations. So all of that comes into play of like developing into your higher self, so to speak. Now, if I were to trace back to my early stages in my personal awakening or my emotional awakening or my spiritual awakening, it would be, I guess, the summer before grade 10 and just, I guess, grade 10 in general. So everyone says, even teachers, grade 10 is a drama year, which I guess is true based on experiences, but um, I don't think that that's really not just it. Um, I think that's the case because grade 10, not only are you in the midst of your teen years, you're in the midst of your high school years, and it's just like the climax, you know? It's like this time where you get really confused with who you are and you don't know your friends and I feel like you're always just experimenting so I think that's a time where people you know pregnancies um drugs not that I'm judging or anything it's just usually where I guess you lose your yourself and you just it's the climax you just get into trouble experience really weird things you just experiment a lot so where was I for me I'd say for in grade 10 I'd say I really lost my sense of self to put it into a nutshell my identity, which I was always really proud of and found comfort in, I guess I just lost that, and I just was so confused and disoriented. So I'd say in general, um, this was the trigger, or like the very start of my awakening process. There probably is going to be an early, early start if, for those of you who like are into philosophy, like, I don't know what the word's called again, um, but where there's like this cause, yeah, the cause and effect thing, there's a, there's a word for that, it's like, I don't know. I'm not a philosopher, but my memory is really bad. But um, so there's probably going to be like something way before grade ten. But I mean, I just if I started way earlier, then this would be really, really long. But I just wanted to trace it as early as grade ten. Anywho, so I'd say in general that was the trigger. Um, while it was happening, like grade ten and experiences and like just this whole crazy year. The whole experience and all the events just seemed so impossible and I guess I felt like I was on a spinning wheel, like a hamster or a rat, where things in my life would like never get better. Um, and I, I'm sure if you, a, lot of, a lot of you can relate. Um, obviously it's not just me, like I'm sure lots of you have similar, had similar experiences or different, um, but somewhat on the same level, like level of severity or like just the effect that it had because, you know. Um, yeah, and I was just in a negative cycle. I didn't think I deserved any healing or inner peace or just, what's the word? Not conclusion. Closure. Um, because of my previous mistakes. And I guess in that in itself was like a little shame circle, a little guilt circle, which is really, really toxic for your, your relationship with yourself. Um, and I think it's easy walking into something like this or a situation and being like, oh, this happened for that reason. And some of you may be thinking, yes, it's cheesy or corny. But for me, since I grew up so spiritual and like in a religious household, um, that's really implemented in my cultural roots. Um, just experiencing that firsthand, this period in my life, I truly can say it for wholeheartedly that that played some sort of a significance a significant role in my personal development. Um, so I read a book, it's called, I think I read it in grade 11, so last year, so a year after that grade 10 thing, and I was just reflecting, or not really reflecting, I was just reading because I had it, and um, 
kept on seeing it places like at the bookstore or like online or like I don't know on someone's desk or something and I just felt like that I felt like a connection like the energy and like just looking at it like I was really attracted to like spiritual celestial whatever stuff especially last year even now just the energy books self-help books um so yes I was attracted to this self-help spirituality book by Don Miguel I'm pretty sure it's Don Don Miguel Ruiz pretty sure he's Mexican or Spanish Mexican I think um I think he's his he wrote um a book called the four agreements and um, these four agreements are four main lessons from his culture, from his Aztec culture, I think. Pretty sure it was Aztec, like, just, um, his ancestral secrets or something like that. Um, and these four main lessons, he said, helps us humans to find ourselves and stay grounded, or keep us grounded, and just live a f- more fulfilling life. And one of them that, I guess, pertains to this podcast topic today is, um, it's a quote. So in order to understand who you are, you have to understand who you are not. And that's one of the four main lessons. I'm going to read that again for those of you who just, it'll sink in. So, quote, in order for you to understand who you are, you have to understand who you are not. And while I was reading the book last year, it really settled with me. Um, Because I'm just, I guess, I'm a thinker. Am I a thinker? I'm a thinker and a speaker. Like, I think and then... For me to process things, I have to speak it out. So I guess that's what I'm doing. Like, I'm, For me to process certain things, I have to speak it out. Usually, I would st- <laughs> my mom would be my soundboard. But now my soundboard is this podcast. So, anywho, keep on going on tangent. Um, yeah, so in grade 10, I just... It made me think back to grade 10 since, I guess, I lost myself, in quotes, and my identity for a period, and which was traumatizing, losing my identity it really settled and it kind of connected like those dots connected like the lesson or the what he was one of the lessons or the one of the four agreements as the book says just connected with my experiences so all those negative experiences of hurting people of acting in ways which I don't usually identify as it really humbled me it made me more I guess mature and quiet and less like extra but extra in like the negative way like less what's the word, obnoxious, less, um, and it just made me more of, like, a listener, like, actually wanting to listen to other people, not just listening for whatever, um, and it just gave me lots of perspective, and just matured me, made me mature a lot, and I'm still maturing, so that taught me, it taught me that often you will, and this is really important, you will play the bad guy in someone else's story, and that, for some people, is inevitable. Like, for me, if I heard that in grade 8, I'd literally just start cursing you off. And I'd be like, no, you're the bad person here. Not me. I'm, like, an angel. I want to... My middle name's Angelique. Like, stupid stuff like that. But it's so important because... I might get into this, I guess. Because, I don't know, I think I was thinking in philosophy class. Um, we had to... Dis- dis- not discover. Um, research or just think about... A prompt like what makes someone good or bad and I think that was my prompt we had to make prompts and make, do like a discussion with younger grades so for me I wanted to like f- do the topic of like who defines a good or bad person and I don't really know where to start with this I guess I'll just jump into it like for me 
what's trippy is literally we can all we all have the potential to be bad people and in that in itself like with that said like what makes us what gives us the right or the reason or the the power in a sense to like what's the word like put other people down or like be like oh you did this you hurt my friend you're a bad person like go to hell or something like that you know like what because we all have we've all done something bad we've all been bad in someone else's story um and we're it's not just gonna be one experience there's probably gonna be multiple you know like for example like your boss fires fires you knock on wood um and probably the wife is gonna be the wife or your wife is probably gonna be or i just have a random example i'm not saying that and the wife would probably be like oh the boss is like a piece of scum um and i guess in that case the boss would be the bad person in that person's story but they're just doing their job you know and it's just it's a really trippy thing to think about but i think having going through an experience where you are not necessarily the person in the right it just gives you so much perspective like and it's also really really humbling you know like it just makes you think i've i'm not all that like i'm not a good i'm not a fully immaculate person and it's important to accept that because not not necessarily saying that it'll that it'll um give you a way out and like give an excuse to like be a a shitty person um i don't i feel like you really just have to undergo an experience where like someone criticizes you or something like that not to blame the other person because if you're in the wrong you're in the wrong and for me that was that was the case you know like it like taking accountability and just accepting that yes i did things yes i said mean things yes i i can really have a temper and i can like say things i don't mean to say does that make me a bad person and then for grade 10 like i literally thought i'm a bad person because i had you know there's just the thoughts and just it was so trippy but then at the end of the day and it's still trippy to me like i i still question if i'm like a good or bad person um I think that's what the topic of innocence comes to play, you know? Like, it's just, everything is just in a circle. And, like, if it's hard to keep up with me, I apologize. My brain's just literally going in random places. But I guess that's where the topic of innocence comes. Because, like, we're all, we all are born innocent, you know? Um, but then somewhere along the way, we just we turn, quote-unquote, bad in society's eyes. And I think that's just a really sad thing. Because we all have the potential to... We just live our... Like, our innocence. We live our authenticity hopefully it's a good kind of authenticity um and we just if experiences didn't alter us negatively then you know things would probably be different and there would be less negativity and stuff so anywho i'm not gonna like go too off on a tangent but yeah so and what's really can be trippy is you really can't change the opinion of people that people have of you and you just have to accept that and not be angry with it like literally i always get into this 
before it was I was like I felt like it was my responsibility to like defend myself and it still is like defend yourself to people who, like do things to you up front but like in terms of changing people's opinions of you you really can't and that that's been a really eye-opening but really tough and mature experience for me to you know like it, it goes from like extended family members um not agreeing with your decisions or just it acting your soul in a way or not understanding certain ex- um, periods in your life which is completely fine because once again taking accountability or it could be like old friends you know um and once again there's no like sh- shade or anything i feel like i'm at a point where like i'm not gonna be confrontational because if that's your opinion of me that's your opinion of me you know um not necessarily that i'm being a bad person for making those decisions that had nothing of nothing to do with you but um you know it's just it's it's an eye-opening experience because it's both humbling but it's also hurtful because like you know like people from your past like old friends that's just an example i'm not um calling anyone out here because that's you know dumb um but yeah and that i'm pretty sure like that's that's a trippy thing and i'm sure lots of you may have experienced that already um and once again it's inevitable but i think it's important to accept the opinions or just accept that people have opinions not necessarily you don't have to accept negativity or the negative opinion but just accept that there's going to be opinions and you can't do anything about it but you can't be angry with it you just got to sit with it you know and then let it go so just keep in the people who accept you and love you for who you are, who you truly are in your life. Anywho, getting back to the book, um, I think going through that process of just confusion and disorienting, disorientment was that lesson for me. In order to find who you are, you have to understand who you are not. So honestly, once again, this is really trippy and I don't think I've fully figures, figured myself out because I'm only 17, literally just turned 17, but I'm just happy, I guess, and satisfied with how much I've grown and learned since then. So, anywho, grade 10 is over, then comes grade 11. Dear Lord, I remember the first week I couldn't imagine myself, pardon me, um, getting through each day. Like, it was so bad. Um, I had to, like, talk to my mom till 2 a.m. just to get rid of my fears and anxiety and just negativity. Um... And once, the, once again, the situation felt so impossible. And I feel like usually that was so out of character for me. Like the fear of going to school or just facing people because I've always been the confrontational tri- type. I always was the type of person to defend myself and just not let people get to me. Because I always had this, you know, um, protection or barrier. Um, because I was, I grew up so emotionally mature. Um, but I didn't know that from grade 10, like subconsciously or I don't even know, like, just maybe the experiences or the situations, I literally just stripped myself raw. Like, so all the good and the bad in me the the past two years that I accumulated, I guess I just erased without necessarily being conscious or aware of this. So I literally felt like a baby. Whenever I, like, look at grade 10 in the beginning of it, I always describe as, like, feeling like a baby. Um, And it's, I guess, emotional, you know, like, just feeling like a baby, feeling so vulnerable. This is my chance, looking back now, to start over and find myself because the previous year, like, I just lost it, you know? So all of grade 11, I pretty much just, unfortunately, lost relationships, like friends. I had no friends, but I had my family. 
so I really got close with them this year and I really appreciated just having that support and it's unfortunate because I think for so long I took that support for granted but I think now just having being at an age where like I'm I guess I'm starting to gain consistency emotionally and mentally like I started understanding and appreciating it and just appreciating company and just you know and if that meant like acting like a teenage girl making my aunts and my mom act like teenage girls so I can like say stupid things then that was that you know or um you know not having anything to do on the weekends which is I guess a short-term consequence for long-term benefits because I was able to I think having those relationships helped me to find um myself and just realize things and just get mature so I really got close to them and slowly from the November to the January period, I literally just figured this out now. That period's actually called, for those of you who find spirituality cringy once again, click out. But um, apparently it's called this 1212 gateway. <laughs> so I was watching a video um, of like, not necessarily like I didn't click it. Like I, was, I just played it in the background while I was like knitting or something because I'm... <laughs> the nesting season but yeah I just made a video or a video just popped up um because I just kind of let my excuse shoot my computer just run you know um then I was just knitting and then something came up and then I just started listening to this like mom like young mom she was talking about 1212 gateway of how like it's a period from November to January which is my birth period um and she was saying how it's a, like a really special time for you to let's let me just search it up i forgot what she said but it's a time for you to rediscover yourself um rediscover like growth just understand growth and oh there we go it's a time of remembering um and what's really really weird is that i don't even i literally didn't even hear about this till now or actually like maybe a week ago or a few days ago, but it's time of remembering and rediscovering, quote, rediscovering your old self. And I think by old, it means like who you genuinely truly are. So that I think pretty much from like what I said earlier, it's like your innocent self, like yourself when you were a kid and nothing bad happened to you or nothing like made you have to mature. Like you were just alive and you were just living freely Living innocently, like looking at the trees or whatever, you know. Loving the snow. When birthday cake made you happy, it still does. Um, And just small things like that. And it's just, you know, it's a time of remembering and rediscovering yourself. And it's really weird because that time, like I feel like that time I really got into the spirituality thing. Um, And looking back, I was like, I don't know, but maybe this is an explanation for the timing. Um, yeah, so from November to January, I felt myself getting really loose and just living more authentically without thinking too much of what people thought of me. And it's really ironic because at the same time, like, I started skipping school or just missing school because, um, at the same time, like, it's weird, like, even though I was experiencing this positivity at the same time, like, at school it was negativity because, like, I was just, I don't know if it was being overwhelmed or... I don't know what it was. I think even though the tasks were so small, it just felt so impossible to, like, get work done. So I just, 
I don't know, I started with a Thursday off, and then a Friday off, and then two weeks off, so that was scary, and I'm pretty sure the teachers got scared for me. I was scared. Um, but I kind of just went with it, because that was what was happening, so I just went with it, and I'm, I guess I can say now that I'm glad I did, because even though I guess my grades weren't, um, usually what they were, I wasn't like, they were still good, I guess, but they weren't to a place where I was pushing myself to, like, really, like, exceed. Like, I was, you know. Um, so, yeah, anyway, I felt myself getting loose and just, I felt like having my family and my close circle just gave me comfort in finding myself again and just living freely and living authentically and living innocently. Like, living my innocent seven-year-old, four-year-old self. And, like, just literally looking back, I remember I was so in, I'm, like, a really pictures person. Like, I, I'm a visual person. And I love looking at pictures and, like, music or, like, listening to old music and looking at old pictures and just remembering the time because it brings me back to, like, a place and memories and I just, I feel young again, you know, like a four-year-old. And it's just, it was crazy because, like, just looking at those pictures, like, I was just, like, I, what I do, like, have that innocent smile again, have that those eyes sparkle with, like, amazement and just, you know being so sweet and loving because I, I miss that I guess I should get emotional thinking about it but um yeah so during this time from fall to winter of 2019 I was really feeling attracted to like that spirituality like different quotes and stuff that I really resonated with and once again that's not for everyone but that was just a process for me so all my self-help and spirituality books I just started looking at like I think I only really read one um, I have, like, a big stack in my room, but I literally have only just read one because I just keep on putting it off. Um, and I don't want to jinx it, but I think some days, like, during the school week, I literally hated going to school because, I guess, emotionally, I, I really didn't feel prepared or safe or didn't feel like I had that protection. But on good days, I was really attracted to the spiritual aspect of me that was developing. Not only during this period, I was able to work on my identity and myself. I got closer, once again, with my spirituality and with my family. And I didn't know, I don't know, I just feel like this experience taught me how important it is in staying authentic and just living as you are and who you are. Um, and I think, I don't know, I think before my previous episode of, like, identity, I know I said, like, it, you find identity through people, and for me, that was my family. But there's another type of identity, like, sometimes, I guess, when you're really close with friends, like, you, you lose your sense of identity because you all just become one. And I feel like just having, like, being my own person and being separate, like, because even though, unfortunately, I didn't have as close of friendships or, like, any as much as I had in previous years, I feel like that helped me in just solidifying myself and just not questioning my identity anymore. Um... Which is a normal thing, I guess, because, like, you know, when you're really close with friends, like, like, you all, I guess, become one. And it's really fun, not saying that there's anything bad with that, but it's just, it's normal. And I think, um, because I was already in a really vulnerable place in my life, like, I just needed some separation to figure out myself again. Um, and that's, once again, normal. And if that, not that I chose it, but if that happens, it, it, ha it happens, you know? Um, yeah, so just... And then here comes the topic of innocence again. So I felt like my old self, my young kindergarten self coming alive. 
and just feeling that in itself was so healing because it was like I was revisiting my old self and my old self was helping my current self rediscover who I was and just find myself again. Anywho, so here comes the topic of enlightenment. So that process, I was aware that I was starting to like reawake, shed my ego, shed my old negative self. Um, I was humbled and this may sound weird or taboo to some, but for me, it was just a time for me to deal with old troubles get over them and just live in the present and i guess that year academically in school i didn't grasp as many opportunities as i usually would have um and i feel externally like i guess it looked concerning for teachers but for me personally when i think of my grade 11 year i just feel fulfilled and think of it as a period of essential development because if i didn't take that year to put myself first and prioritize my emotional and spiritual needs and mental needs i wouldn't feel anywhere fulfilled or happy or satisfied as i am now not saying i don't still go through those issues because i still sure do um i feel like just having something to lean on which is my sense of identity and my family that i really worked on in grade 11 i wouldn't feel as good as i do now and yeah like once again like i still deal with um the same things, I guess, like, on a more contained level because, I don't know. You know, like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm still really young and I'm still gonna go through, I guess. More traumatized experiences or of the same level. But, once again, it's inevitable and you really can't. You can't. Um, yeah. So, I think that's pretty much it. I feel like I keep on wanting, I want to go and like reach all the different topics that I have, but I'm going to save them because it might be confusing. I'm not sure if what I said was confusing, but um, yeah, I guess I'll end it here. Um, thank you all for listening. I really went on a bunch of tangents today. I really kind of got off topic, but I hope like the message was kind of clear that, you know, just talking with my personal self helps self, not even self, what is it called? Um, healing journey. Um, and I'm still on it, but I feel like I'm at a place where I can like just talk about it and just feel fulfilled talking about it. And hopefully like some of you can resonate with this. Um, if we're somewhere near the same timing, if that makes sense. But if not, like, I hope this was, like, something interesting. I hope, like, your curiosity got sparked. Um, mine, like, whenever I hear someone talking about something interesting or, like, not even deep, just, like, something weird and interesting, like, my curiosity gets, like, occupied for the next few hours. So hopefully I interested some of you. If not, apologies, but... Um, I really just wanted to say, once again, raw and real, and just talk about things that I'm thinking about. So thank you, everyone. Um, hopefully, there'll be another post coming soon. But yes, thank you. So hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Let's Gab podcast. Um, today's episode is going to be on authenticity um, for episode four. <clears throat> So, I'm just going to scratch what I said yesterday about that one episode a week schedule. Like, I know I'm probably not going to stick to it just because the schedule nowadays is really random. 
Um, so yeah, um, and I know I'm posting back to back because, you know, sometimes I just, I'll have spouts of inspiration and I'll just record. So, and that's probably not going to always be a scheduled once a week thing. So now I've just accepted, like whenever I have an idea or have time or just want to talk about something, I'm just going to turn on the recorder and just talk. So yeah, hopefully, um, that'll mean that there's going to be more episodes. Might mean there's less, but yeah it's gonna be more random timing anywho so i just wanted to start off today's um episode with a disclaimer so based on my last podcast episode which was pretty much yesterday um on the enlightenment and i think what was it called whatever it was called um a few things occurred to me um which a friend brought up so number one spirituality i know and religion is a taboo area for a lot of people that episode and the past few episodes I went on a lot of tangents and um, for me that's how I really am so one idea will trigger another and I just want to give attention to that idea because I see the value in it and I'm I'm not sure if some of you may be confused um I feel like I don't always explain everything I'm not not that I need to but I mean for some people there's just like you organize and I'm like well that's how I am you know and um you know when I'm talking with family or friends like I just, I just, I blab, or like, like this podcast is called I Gab, that's why I called it Let's Gab, because I'm literally just gabbing and just blabbing, um, and, but it's on important topics, and that I think, that I believe that I hope will help people, you know? Um, so yeah, so I just want to put it out there that if you happen to come across my podcast, um, I just want to put it out there that I'm not trying to turn you or anything um spirituality wise religion wise um and you know what like I know it's a really weird topic for a lot of people and I'm not even sure like whether you whatever you believe in I'm not trying to turn you um I know that's a stereotype um I'm not trying to defend anything I'm just here to talk about me I'm here to talk about my experiences um and I'm just here to be authentic and if you know yeah if you feel uncomfortable then don't listen but if you are open then please do but I'm gonna stop apologizing for um you know just sharing who I am and just talking about experiences that matter to me um and I don't mean that with any spite or hatred like I'm I don't know I just I realize that I have to stop like tiptoeing around everything because you know like not everything's gonna be perfect not everything's gonna be ideal you know um and yeah so the purpose um of this podcast is just for me to make sense of things and just talk about how things have or situations have affected my life for the better or worse or at least I believe have changed the course of my life and um for this I just want to talk for this podcast um I don't know I, I I don't talk like I'm doing a presentation or that I'm like talking to a teacher or being professional like once again, like, I learned so much of my life, I just, I've been wearing, not wearing, not necessarily being fake, but I just wore so much guard, and I, this podcast is a way for me to rediscover my identity, and just live authentically, and not have to apologize, and just, you know, live freely, because that's something that I haven't been able, um, to do for, like, most of my life, and I'll get into that later on, um, so if you realize, if you, I mean, I'm sure you've noticed, if, yes, I'll talk really, um, what's the word, um, 
down to earth i'm not really sure like just really casual there we go that's the word um like i'm talking to a family member or a friend and i guess i don't really mean for it to come across that way but i mean that's just how it is like i'm treating this as like i'm talking to a friend and i'm not trying to preach and like be an advice person be a counselor i'm just trying to like make sense of things and hopefully um whoever you may be um it's it might hopefully you'll identify with what i'm saying or like hopefully you'll think of whatever i'm talking about later on like i really hope that i'm able to trigger curiosity or just i don't know make you guys think or not that you're not thinking but you know um so yeah so once again i just that's how i show up that's how i want to show up or come across as i want to be my authentic self and um like i said earlier like i'm going to stop apologizing apologizing for that i'm not going to be ashamed of that and um you know, this podcast, as as proud of as I am of it, of, like, doing something that kind of exposes, like, the inner depths of my soul, um, like, I'm, I'm not ashamed of, you know, I'll get into this later, but coming across as soft, like, the stupid, not stupid, but, um, you know, just those societal labels, because um, I'm not all about that, like, before I feel like it was such a taboo and like negative thing like oh you're soft like you can't defend yourself but I feel like now for me personally and just I guess in society but mostly just for me just how I see it like being whatever you may call it being soft I call it being authentic being raw and honest like I generally have so much admiration for that like for people who can talk about their life story who can show up as themselves because I think that's so brave um, I know, I literally know everyone says that, but I, I truly do think so, and I truly believe so, because I've experienced it, and it takes so much courage to show up as yourself, because you never know if people will criticize that, like, you know, you never know who will accept that, and that's just part of it, you know? Um, and honestly, like, the, I was stuck on that train, the train of being, of criticizing soft people, and just being authentic, and, like, just sharing their story, like, I, but there was even a point where, like, I literally criticized, like, mental health and stuff. And it, for people who may know me now, like, that's that's a big thing that's important to me. Um, but, I mean, life happens, you know. And after having some very relevant experiences, um, it made me realize that I, once again, admire people showing up as they truly are. Or showing up without their guard, or without much guard, um, that they use to protect themselves from criticism or society. And I know that so many people say this, but I truly find it, once again, so admirable. When I see people who aren't ashamed or afraid to share their story and not necessarily being soft, once again, I call it being authentic, I truly just get so attracted to that attitude, um, that energy. Not judging or not to say that the opposite is frowned upon because, once again, everyone's on different timing. Um, and if you are like that for the rest of your life, then that, that like, you know, it's we're not perfect. I'm not going to judge that. Um, I just don't get attracted to that energy, and I'm probably not going to vibe with you or talk that much with you. Not that it's a personal thing, but it's just like, I, I just don't vibe, you know? Um, and that's just how I aspire to continue to live, like, being authentic, not being ashamed, just like, living my innocent, carefree self, to come as my true self, to inspire people to connect to on an energetic, an energetical or energetic level with me, and just vibe, <laughs> Um, 
So I ran across a quote that really stuck with me when I was like thinking of what I wanted to talk about today, which the topic is going to be on authenticity, which I will get into later. I just wanted to get all this out first. So anyway, I ran across a quote that was really, 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 um, that really just stuck with me. And it was from summer of last year, I believe. Um, So here's the quote. So quote, the important lesson I've learned over this past year is don't let anybody make you cruel. No matter how badly you want to give the world a taste of its own medicine, it is never worth losing yourself. I ran across that quote during a very relevant time in my life where I really needed a reminder that no matter the situation, no matter how negative, it's my personal responsibility responsibility to make sure I stay true to myself and I don't turn so hard and lose myself. Um, so this having this podcast is a part of my response to dealing with that or like tackling that. Having a podcast for me, I started it once again, from those of you who listened to my intro um, EP. Number one, I have all these thoughts and ideas that I don't want to just keep in my head and just because I think it's a waste um, that I I don't share it Um, because for whoever knows, it can help my audience and hopefully people can identify with it. And once again, hopefully it will spark some curiosity or make you guys think some more. Um, And number two, just having a podcast was my way or is my way of rediscovering my figurative voice. Um, Something I talked about once again in the intro episode. So I just realized I would only be a hypocrite and a contradictory myself if I was anything but raw and real and authentic and didn't show up as my true self. And um, this this responds to the last episode that I made because, um, I don't know, I think I, well, from what that person told me, um, not out of spite, I think it was just out of recommendation or advice, you know, I realized that yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm treating this as like I'm talking to a friend or a family member, but even though I'm not really consciously trying to treat this as such, I guess that's just showing how like I'm really trying to be authentic. I really am sh- coming across as my true self because, um, or my authentic self. And part of it is, you know, having some times where I doubt what I'm talking about, where I doubt myself. And that's normal. That's not being insecure or soft. Um, I guess it's the side effects of, you know, wanting to display, or not necessarily display, but like just be open and being an open book. Not necessarily oversharing, but, you know, just being authentic, being an open book. Um, so, yeah, and I guess it, it can be, for that person, it was controversial. No shade or anything. You know who you are. Um... But, yeah, and for me, I'm just going to stick to that because that's just the purpose of this podcast for me. Um, And I guess to some extent, or I get to some extent, that we live in a very complicated world and we all need some level of self-protection and guard in order to survive and make it, but that's just for getting by. And for me, the important thing is no matter how many people have a problem with you, show up as your true self. And that may bother some, but it's only going to do a disservice to you if you act like someone you're not. And I'm continuing, I'm I'm slowly um, learning this. Um, As well, this podcast is, once again, a school initiative. It's something that really personally means a lot. That said, it's not meant to be perfect, like I said earlier. It's only a place for me to show up as human and connect with people on an authentic level. I know I use authentic a lot because it is called authentic. This thing will... 
The title will be called Authenticity or whatever, and I know it's a really overused word nowadays, but I really identify with it, so I don't really have another word to use other than that. Once again, this isn't an essay, so I'm not making this out to be perfect. So, literally the whole point of my podcast is just for me to blab. No, gab. That's why I called this podcast Let's Gab. Um, So no, it's not going to be organized, and sometimes I won't make sense. So now I'll actually get... Oh my god, that's been 12 minutes. Um, Now I'll actually start... Now that's all out of the way, I will start... um, the beginning, the intro. So, um, lots of things, uh, relevant events have helped me find authenticity. And one of them was how a trip to the Philippines helped me to find myself or soul search. So the past year I was really into using the word authentic, like I just said earlier, because it's a word that is being used so much in society nowadays. Uh, no, not because of that, but because the past year I've really either consciously or subconsciously been working so hard towards finding my identity. Um, or at least rediscovering it again. So to say the least, it's been a big thing for me for at least the past year. Uh, I talked about this with my rec- recently with my uni applications because it truly is an important part of my life. Anywho, so I guess I'll start with where I believe my self-discovery journey started. So once again, from the last episode on enlightenment, I talked about how a really challenging situation in grade 10 mainly, um, even before that, It was like a trigger for me to just start working on myself. But thinking back, now I realize it starts way before high school. So it starts with elementary school. So I should probably get this out of the way because I don't think I've I've mentioned this yet. And I've I've been meaning to, but I just didn't really find um, much relatement to the other episodes. I mean, it's always going to relate, but I think now it's really where I can actually get into it. So for me, innocence and identity and authenticity, um, they all relate. Um, so I believe once, uh, one's innocence as a kid is how we all truly are on the inside. It's our authentic selves. So I think around last year, I realized that. So when I say it started in elementary, I'd say in kindergarten mainly and then in grade two. So I remember in kindergarten, um, I think I mentioned this like one of the other episodes, but didn't go into detail. So I will get into detail now so I remember in kindergarten just being myself and being innocent and treating people as I did with my family and I guess now looking back that was I guess a little bit naive because the world is harsh and I lost that innocence really fast but looking back I mean I guess I'm thankful or I see why it happened it happened for a reason because if I kept that innocence and authenticity um no no because I wouldn't have learned to to grow thicker skin or deal with people and protect myself, even if it was at such a young age. Um, but looking back, if I kept that innocence and authenticity, I think I would have, no, actually, I know I would have lived a happier childhood or school experience. I would have grasped opportunities and I, I wouldn't have judged myself or feel emotionally troubled. So after a pretty traumatizing kindergarten experience, I learned to develop really thick skin and turn, unfortunately, into a bish. Um, which looking back, I think is so sad because when I look at old pictures in kindergarten, which I have been, um, recently for, I guess the past few months, the past year, um, just looking at my innocent, sweet smile and the kindness and caringness in my eyes, it literally just breaks my heart. Like my smile 
oh my god like it, it just literally makes me feel so bad um and I feel so bad for that four-year-old Gabby um I just I wish I guess part of me wishes I had known what I have learned now um but at the same time I I don't because I wouldn't be here speaking about it right now I wouldn't be as experienced I wouldn't be as mature I wouldn't probably half my life probably would have just turned out the way it is now but at the same time um, anyways, so, um, grade two happens, and I still don't, I still had innocence, but because of the environment, especially at my school, um, not to throw any shade, it's just, unfortunately, how things happened, um, I, I lost that really fast, and I guess I turned harder and harder, um, which I guess I'm glad, because once again, I could protect myself and defend myself, and I wasn't scared of anyone hurting me, because I could always bite back, but looking back, I could have had a more carefree and happy childhood, so slowly the toxic environment I was in at school slowly, I slowly turned into, I conformed and I didn't hide myself. I just, I guess I responded the same way uh, my environment was. Competition, being fake, spiting your friends, doing things just to get, get ahead in life. Like you weren't living authentically, you were following your parents' recommendation, not your recommendations, like what your parents were telling you get ahead like you know what what's this person doing to get ahead in university like just stupid stuff like that um and it's just the, the the idea of competition like for me is so toxic because um i think i mentioned this in another episode but it just it breaks relationships it breaks the relationship with who you are because you're not living like how you are and, and part of how living truly is making those meaningful connections and unfortunately nowadays everyone thinks it's a rat race like you know, but I don't, I think people don't realize that you need, quote-unquote, that competition, um, those people, those friends, those peers, to help you get ahead in life. Not to spite, but you put, you, you deal with each other, you, you support each other, and that's how you find identity, because as I said in my last identity episode, it's, for me, part of finding identity is grouping with people. Or making those relationships, you find meaning with other people. You find those connections. Because if you're alone, you have no identity. Like, if you're in a forest, like, there's no identity. There's no identity. Like, you're literally just eating, going to the bathroom, walking on trees. Walking on trees, why did I say that? Climbing trees, whatever it may be. So I think it's important for people to realize that. And I'm, I still am realizing that. Um, so yeah, most of elementary, I didn't understand. Um, oh, sorry, I skipped a part. Um, like, there was no absolute genuinity, everything was just surface level, so I had trouble finding people I could vibe with for a few years, but, um, it took a bunch of failed relationships to help me find the people I wanted in my life in elementary. So yeah, most of elementary, I didn't understand the value of embracing myself because of, I guess, the trauma of being kicked as a Bambi in kindergarten. I hid my passion and curiosity and desire for life and just showed up to pass and, um, just to be, just to be there. And once again, I think this is so sad because, you know, I, I didn't live for myself. I lived for my, not in a depressing way. Um, I just lived, you know, just so I could make my parents happy. Um, like, I'm going to school, you know, I'm doing this and that. But like, I didn't see the purpose in everything because I didn't have that initial, not initial, that intrinsic desire to live and to succeed. It was all ex- extrinsic. And there was just, you know, that smile. Like, I, I notice nowadays when I'm comparing my smile from kindergarten to, like, mid-elementary, grade two even, 
like I can just see how lost I look. I'm just doing everything not because I I I found fulfillment or meaning in it. It was because I wasn't living for myself because I guess that that curiosity that passion and desire for life was stripped um was stripped um stripped from me or just stripped. Um yeah, and once again, I think this is so so sad, and I just, I don't want this, I make this so clear, I don't want this to happen to my little cousins, or I guess my future kids, if I do have any. I tell my little cousin all the time, like, literally, please don't grow up, and I know everyone says that, but like, I just, I want him to keep his innocence. Um, not in a way where like, he's never gonna learn, be sheltered, but it, just in a way where like, you know, he still has a core, cool, a core of who he is, um, you know, he, he, he can stay firm in situations. Not saying he can't experiment, because, like, you know, you're always going to have um, those weird times where you experiment. But just literally, just keeping that core of who you are, not forgetting that, not losing yourself. Um, and I'll just tell them to stay true, stay innocent, stay authentic until they decide not to when it's their choice. But at the same time, um, obviously telling them to stand up for themselves and not let people walk all over them. Just having that balance. So this is all relevant information um, as it affects the outcome of the future years. So fast forward, um, high school comes, grade 8 and grade 9. Looking back now, um, I guess I found some of the desire for life um, that I, I guess lost in kindergarten. But at the same time, looking back, I did embrace the innocence and sweet um, kindergarten Gabby, kindergarten me. And for me, I realized that is so important. Um, because that is the core of who I believe we all are. It's how we're born and makes us all unique. And I believe it gives us strength to be fearless and curious and all life has to offer. So grade in grade nine, I didn't really have this information. Then grade 10 comes. And this is where a trip to the Philippines of December of 2018 becomes relevant. So I guess this is a year where teenagers experiment. Like it's grade 10, like, you know, you're 15, you're 16, you're in your mid-teenage years. And you experiment, which is... Um, natural it's normal and obviously that wasn't new to me I was that was in that train too I was on that train um but it was also where I lost that identity or at least the identity of my childhood um the protection even the guard which wasn't healthy at all but I guess I I slowly like before I found elementary school part of my identity was just guarding myself being able to protect myself so even that I lost, which wasn't even, I guess, my real identity. Um, so yeah, like the guard. Um, so here I am at the Philippines, um, in the Philippines. My mental health issues have started at this time. It's starting to become more relevant or prevalent. So all my relatives, thanks to my mom, um, knew that I was being such a big pain in the ass, which was so annoying and so, you know, but now I'm just like ex- learning to accept that like you can't always control the opinion people have of you and that's fine and just don't get angry about that but before every single little thing would tickle my pickles like it it always um got to me like it, I, I like I always got mad and frustrated um but yeah um but something about being in the Philippines eating the food spending time with family and with my aunts my cousins gave me a wake-up call and it wasn't because someone forced it onto me it was intrinsic um and I never really uh connected with 
the roots of my culture on that level before. Um, I guess that, like, I was always proud of where I came from because that's where I found my identity um, a bit. But I think it's just really, like, having that personal experience, experiencing where you come from. I know it's a privilege, like, it was a wake-up call. And then um, another, another part, like, this is a big part of the trip to the Philippines. We went to the countryside. Um, it's, I think it's already, like, the first few days, beginning of 2019, like the fourth or something uh, we went to the countryside where my grand aunt lives um it's so beautiful it's called batangas um where my great grandmother comes from um it's the province where my mother's side um resides so we have yeah so a lot of um family is there and i've literally never felt so fresh so awake like i literally have never felt so connected to my soul um, I describe this time and place as um, where I really soul-searched, or I found my soul, without even meaning to. Something about the beautiful sun, the trees blowing, the heat, and the beautiful weather, knowing this place was where I come from, was where my family comes from, the beach. Oh my goodness, like the beach, like it's so quiet, it's so serene, it's clear, there's fish, like I was walking my shorts in the sand, the white sand, it, we're in, uh, we're in um, Puerto Laya. Um, that's, I think that's what the beach is called. There's palm trees and, um, yeah, I'm just in the water and I'm taking pictures of my sister walking the water and like our cousins, um, our older cousins that we just met and, um, I don't know. It was just, it was amazing. And, um, so my granite lives on a hill with grass and I remember waking up one morning and, um, opening the door, um, to the to the front of the house and just breathing in and walking to the edge of the the hill the reeds were moving and um, i remember i like i took a video and pictures and since we're in the province there literally are no cars just me nature so this is where i discovered where being in nature nourishes i don't know my mentality my soul my same as my family not only that my granite bless her soul like walking downstairs to the kitchen every morning but that particular morning when everyone is already awake the smell of tocino and eggs and garlic rice like my aunt saying ah she's up in tagalog and just saying good morning gab was a hug and a kiss a kiss um this really helped me and gave me a sense of what living truly meant and it just i guess all of that connected just aided in this i guess realization um yeah, so that's that. Um, the Philippines, I'm so thankful. I was able to really look into my soul and just, I guess, let all the trauma from elementary <clears throat> slowly free. So after the Philippines, I was obsessed with keeping the memory alive, with just staying in, like, paradise. Um, so I watched all the Teleseries, which is, like, um, Filipino TV shows, as cringy as they are, but, like, I was so obsessed with, like, just being there again. Um, and I wanted to learn language and not just just understand it um, because I felt so connected and this was a part of me feeling part of something bigger. Once again, like from my episode on identity. So fast forward to grade 11, I think because all of like all of that, I realized in grade 10, I slowly started to strip myself. And before I saw that as a really negative thing, um, literally all the bag, the negative of what I thought was my identity so, like, grade 11 in the last episode, um, like I said, I felt so vulnerable. I felt like a baby. I felt like I was in kindergarten again um, because I didn't have that usual protection that I was so used to. 
Um, and it was like I was in kindergarten again. But I guess looking back now, if that didn't happen, I wouldn't have had a second opportunity to relive being in kindergarten and fix those mistakes. Because grade 11, I learned I had nothing to lose. My mentality was total shit. Um, I broke all my friendships. I wasn't focused on school. I just had my family, which at one point I also lost, which is also traumatizing. So I was like, what do I lose if I just be myself? So I just started talking with my mom of every single thought in my head, like just random ideas because I was so curious because my mind was moving so fast. Again, the mental health stuff. Um, and since I didn't have people my age to be weird around, like, in previous high school years, I, I turned to my family and treated them like teenage girls. Um, so I guess that helped too with being open and authentic. I guess without me meaning to. So, um, yeah, I thought this episode was going to be a lot longer, but I guess I realized I gotta stop, <laughs> you know, keep, um, all the tangents, like, going off and like disclaimer this disclaimer that thanks to that person once again you know who you are um so yeah and i feel like there's so much more to talk about because this literally is quite a big thing and i probably can write pages and pages and talk like at least an hour because that's how i used to like at one point i talked for like two hours but i guess within that time it was just there was like lots of like mind blocks and stuff, which is which is normal, but um, I doubt anyone wants to sit in for two hours when like whatever, which is fine. Um, so yeah, this pretty much was it. I hope you all were able to, or at least some of you, um, were able to, I guess, connect with what I had to say on a energetic level or if you didn't at least thank you for listening and just being open to like listening what I have to say because I really find value in in every single little thought and uh, that's part of the reason why like I want to talk about it and share it because I see value in it right um so yeah thank you for listening um and I don't know what the next when the next episode will be but um hopefully soon because I have Lots more podcast topics that I want to talk about. And um, yeah, there's going to be some guests coming on. So stay tuned for that. Um, And yeah, have a great day. And a great weekend.